Mark Malusis and Maggie Gray with you as we hit the guest line kicking off this segment. And the trainer, tremendous boxing analyst, is uh, Teddy Atlas and uh, had some strong words after the uh, Manny Pacquiao fight uh, this past weekend down in uh, Brisbane, Australia, and kind enough to get up early here on this 4th of July. Hey, Teddy, Mark Malusis, Maggie Gray, happy 4th, and thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Yeah, happy 4th to you guys. Little, little, uh, hopefully I'll be okay for you. I'm a little discombobulated from the trip back, but I can't be worse than the judges were. It's kind of my mind. <laughs> yeah, it was, listen, it was embarrassing, Teddy. I mean, you held it right on the head, right? You said it was either ineptitude or it was corruption. I'm just curious, what's going through your mind before the announcement is made? What's going through your mind as you're watching Pacquiao and Horn? Well, I mean, I think I saw a dissipated Pacquiao, you know, a guy that got closer to that 38 years of age. But I was, you know, I was sure what I saw in the ring as far as the performance, that there was one guy landing punches and there was another guy putting forth a hell of an effort. But, you know, as I said afterwards, you don't, you don't get trophies for a hell of an effort. You know, you get trophies for winning. And I think that's one of the problems in this country sometimes is we put forth this message that, you know, we want everybody to be happy. You put forward an effort and everyone gets a trophy. No, there's a separation. It's real life. You know, the person that finds a way to win, they get the trophy. The next person, you know, gets inspiration to try harder next time and to correct the mistakes. And then when you get to professional living, professional sports, boxing, where you get in the ring with less with where there's a chance there's going to be less of yourself when you leave the ring, well, that's serious business. That, you, you, that's not where you can have these kind of discrepancies, where you can give away, you know, false decisions, where you change somebody's career after they gave and they risk so much. And sometimes they lose so much. So I take it very serious. What else can I tell you? And um, so I'm thinking that I better hear the right decision here because I'm not naive. I understand funny things happen, and I understand that people are corruptible, and uh, people are, you know, also inept, as the word you used, ineptitude. So I was hoping I heard the right decision. When I heard 117-111, a part of me said, all right, that that should be right. I mean, that could be Pacquiao. It can't be the other guy. But a part of me also had that nervous, squeezy feeling, so to speak, in a way that, was, well, you know what, they've done this kind of crap before. I hope we're not going to go there again. Well, Teddy, how does boxing solve this issue then? How do you get rid of the ineptitude, the bad decisions, where people feel like they watched a fight at home and and the injustice of a decision afterward? What I've been talking about using my platform from ESPN for years, it's never going to happen. You get a national commission the same way as all the other major sports have one. That's how you do it. You have a police. You have a sort of, you know, I don't know if I should go that powerful and say a police state. But look, the NBA, MLB, uh, uh, football, NFL, I mean, all the sports. There's a reason there's a commission there. It's there for policing. It's there for supervision. It's there for oversight. It's there to make sure the rules are enforced. We don't have a national commission in boxing. So unless you have that kind of entity, that kind of oversight, that kind of body that's in place for that purpose, you're never going to have... You know, the, the proper policing and, at the end of the day, the proper accountability. Because these damn judges, 
they they will do things. This ain't the first time. That's that's why we're talking about such harsh terms. This is not the first time we've seen this. But these judges, they'll be working again. That's the problem. Yeah, there's really there's there's not that commissioner. There's not the oversight, and most importantly. There's no accountability. I mean, and that's really what boxing is missing when it comes to the judges. And I agree with you about having a commissioner because, you know, you got the state athletic commissions, Moose, but then you go to Australia. I mean, you know, Manny Pacquiao's fought in Macau, you know, all these other places. You just, you don't have that kind of oversight. Teddy, I want to go back to, we're talking with legendary boxing trainer and analyst uh, Teddy Atlas. I want to go back to something that you said, which is one guy, you saw one guy win the fight, land punches, and one guy work really hard, right? Do you feel like, and I feel like over the last couple years, I've seen this a little bit, where judges are starting to reward the boxer who looks like they're being the aggressor. Even if they're not landing as many punches, just the fact that they're throwing more punches and that they are, like, making the action sort of go, that somehow that's being rewarded now more than it's ever been before. No, I agree. I mean, I've said it myself, so I have to agree. (laughs) But I do. I I agree with you 100%. You know, you, you watch HBO, and I'm not trying to knock anyone, but uh, you watch that program, and if a guy's walking forward, he's winning a fight. I mean, it's it's absurd. And, and you know, I, I try to be definitive about the things I say on the end, try to explain it uh, the way at least where people don't have to agree with me, but they understand, you know, where the thinking's coming from and where the responsibility lays. And I said that night, I said, look, one guy's being aggressive, but there's a key word that's not being matched with it. Effective, mm. effective, effective. He's not being effectively aggressive. He's being recklessly aggressive. And, you, you know, there's a big difference. And just because you're coming forward doesn't mean that you should win the fight. But somebody needs to send that memo to these idiot judges sometimes. And, and I'm sorry I'm being so harsh. But again, it's for me, I take it seriously. I've been in the business my whole life. You know, people get in the ring, and sometimes they never get that opportunity again. And and the difference I always say why I'm so harsh about it and so, you know, impassioned about it is that you you make a call wrong in baseball at first base, and the guy is safe when he should have been out or he's out when he should have been safe. You know, the next inning he gets a chance or two innings later to, to make up for that. Boxing, no, no. You, you might never get that chance again. Not only that, in a lot of cases – you have to go to the back of the line, earn your way all the way back up there. You know what that means? It means more than time. It means you take another thousand punches to get there. And you know what? That's that's wrong. That that's dangerous. So again, when when you're seeing a guy aggressive, and then I hear, I, I've actually heard judges say, "Well, he wasn't. He was uh, going backwards. That's why I gave it." What are you? Uh, what are you out of your mind? Have you ever watched? A boxing match? Have you ever watched some of the great counter punches of our time? Have you ever watched Muhammad Ali? Have you ever watched Pinnell Whitaker? Have you ever watched any of these fighters that go backwards and they made a living doing that? Counter punching the heck out of the guy when the guy walked forward? So you you're absolutely right. That that is a misnomer. That that is a, a problem and and it's it's something that's almost an alibi. It's a, an acceptable alibi. Like when when people hear it, they say, oh, "Okay, yeah, he was going for." Right. No, it, it's wrong. It, it, it's wrong, you know. And 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 again, it's it's an excuse for them not being better, not being more knowledgeable, not understanding the criterion of scoring. 
Teddy, uh, you know, transition away from this. I'm curious. You you've spent your whole life in the sport, love the sport. You're a legendary trainer, great as an analyst. What do you make of McGregor and Mayweather? It's a carnival. It's a circus. It's a money grab. Um, you know, uh, is it only, good for your sport? The only thing that scares me. Before I answer that, the only thing that scares me is you see what you saw the other night. And I couldn't have said this before the other night, but I try to be honest as I can. I, I said some real harsh things about McGregor and Mayweather before. Things, I don't, and that's not changing, but things, things do change. You have to adapt with new information if you're going to be an honest person and, and think you're trying to be an honest person. And after watching the other night, I said to myself, oh, my God, oh, my God. Mayweather, Pacquiao got older. He won the fight, but he got older. Mayweather's a couple of years older than him. He's 40. I hate to think of this possible scenario that Mayweather gets old enough to not put forward the performance that he should put forward, even at the age of 50. Having said that, having said that, you got one guy who's an MMA guy, from, represents the UFC. He only strikes in spots. But when he strikes, and then that's their terminology, that's their vernacular for boxing. Okay, when he does that, he's doing it against low-level guys that would be low-level in my sport, other MMA guys. I, I see, and this is a fair statement. I'm not trying to knock anyone, but you asked me a fair question. Here's the fair answer. A, a great C-minus fighter, and I know plenty of them, 500 records, some of them a touch below 500. They would destroy McGregor in a boxing ring. That's just the facts. Because they're professional boxers. That's what they do. So if they could get on the floor, of course McGregor's going to win. So having said that, you asked me, what does it do for my sport? Well, it's a little similar, and we do have a precedent for it in a different way. In, in a real boxing match, we had Pacquiao and Mayweather. The universe came out for that. I mean, it was one of those... Rare things when Jupiter lined up with Venus and Mars, <laughs> and and oh my God, one of the biggest events of all time, and the people bought into it, and they came out four and a half million, they came out one fighter got two hundred seventy million, another fighter got one hundred twenty. I mean, you, you figure you'd never see this again, and but it was great for the sport up to that moment. The lines was lights were shining on the sport. The sport was relevant. The sport took its place on the big stage of of. of drama of theater of sport everybody was watching and it was a big disappointment and at the end of the day it hurt the sport you know right now i'm caught up in answering your question a little bit uh, where it's it's good in one way because again you know the the drum rolls out again everybody everybody's looking at the sport everyone's talking about the sport but at the end of the day if it's a carnival act and it can only be a carnival act at the end of the day, we don't need Jerry Springer. We really no, don't. No. We, we, we don't need Jerry Springer in a serious sport. In a serious sport, when two men get in the ring, where there's a chance that one of them will be less than himself, as I said earlier, than they were when they entered the ring. In that kind of sport, mano a mano, you don't need Jerry Springer. Yeah, but you know, Teddy, we literally have 10 seconds, literally. So this is going to be a yes-no question, then we're going to let you go. You can go back to sleep, and, and we appreciate you coming on after you just came from Australia. Does does Mayweather knock out McGregor? Yes-no question. 
he should knock him out, but the problem is his temperament is to box. I that's know. The only thing that scares me a little bit that you you get this stretched out a little bit, and he plays he plays like that cat used to play with the mouse. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I didn't like watching that. Teddy Atlas, hey, Teddy, you are the job. absolute best. Thank, Thank you for getting, you for getting up, up for us. We appreciate it. Our producer, Anthony, working that Staten Island connection while you have it on Dr. <laughs> Theodore Atlas Foundation. Teddy does a great job running that, doing some great work for people all over New York City. Teddy, happy fourth. We appreciate the time this morning. A fantastic job. Guys.